Day one of the NFL draft has concluded, and some Bengal fans are questioning the pick. After some crazy trades and movement in the draft, I, Josh Reeser, will break it down. Stay tuned. Cincinnati Bengals podcast. My name is Josh Reeser. You can find me on Twitter at R-I-E-S-S-E-R-1-4. And you can find this Sports Ethos page at at Ethos Bengals. Like I said, I am part of the Sports Ethos Network, which is rapidly growing. And we are always looking for someone to come uh, cover a team. We've recently added some NFL coverage. And with the NBA playoffs going on, there's always news and updates. So check us out for all your sports info. Even the less popular ones like disc golf, European hoops. We got some daily fantasy sports pods. And also, maybe we can help him uh, win some money. But let's get into the draft. Uh, So Carolina had the first pick. I think everybody knew that. Uh, They went with Bryce Young who over the past couple of weeks gained a lot of steam and momentum towards being that first pick. In the beginning, it was C.J. Stroud talk after his awesome combine. Uh, instead, C.J. falls to number two to Texans, and uh, Houston was not done there. And don't give I love C.J. Don't mean to bypass that. Big Ohio State fan. Uh, he doesn't have the best weapons to work with there. Same with Bryce, to be honest. So... I don't think anyone's really expecting those two two teams to uh, come out and compete anyways. But Houston, they had picked 2-12 and 12 initially in this draft, and after 2, they traded 12 back up to 3 and took the, uh, the linebacker edge, Will Anderson, from Alabama. Now, uh, D'Amico Ryan's the new head coach there himself as a former Bama backer. So maybe those ties had something to do with it. Maybe it's just the fact that he's a stud. But uh, good for Houston. Although it's just another team that in the AFC that continues to build and build. You know, I didn't even mention the the Jets and the Packers trade. Like, the Jets are now another powerhouse in the AFC. They've got great weapons, great running back, great receivers. Saul is a great defensive-minded coach. So, uh, you know, every year it just seems every team around the Bengals keeps getting stronger. Uh, After that, you know, Arizona made a couple more trades. I think they traded from 3 to 12, then they moved back up to 6 and got that uh, Ohio State tackle, actually. Ohio State had a few first-rounders. Jackson Smith and Jigba, that guy, he went to Seattle. That's kind of a crowded wide receiver room. Uh, Bijan Robinson, the running back, going at eight, was kind of fun for Atlanta. They're a they're a very smash mouth heavy team. They're going to punch it right down your throat and run the ball now and see if Desmond Ritter has what it takes to be a quarterback in the NFL. I should say. Uh, Detroit made a couple interesting moves. 
drafting Jamar Gibbs at 12 was very interesting. Uh, you know, a lot of Bengals fans wanted him at 28, but it looks like that was not going to happen regardless because teams were very high on him, so the Bengals would have had to make a move, and I think we all know that they just don't do that. Uh, they also drafted a linebacker from Iowa. They're, they're kind of getting a lot of slack because you typically don't draft running back and linebacker in the first round. And especially because Detroit already has two starting running backs. And they've got some decent depth at linebacker, but... Uh, you know, they seem to be knowing what they've been doing the past couple years. Although, they are uh, also in the center of some media because of all the players that recently got caught gambling on sports. Uh, their first-round receiver, Jamison Williams... Wasn't caught gambling on football, but he was still caught gambling on team premises or during a team function or with the team on the hotel or the airplane or something stupid like that. He only got a six-game ban while some other teams or other players, I sorry, they got a, a year ban. So, you know, the NFL's cracking down on this whole gambling thing. They're trying to make a point not to do it. I don't know why... Guys keep thinking it's okay to like. I don't know why they do it. it have a couple too many drinks and then they're just like, oh, let's uh, let's throw hundred bucks on something. Speaking of gambling, uh, the man who gambled on himself, Lamar Jackson, he uh, he ended up getting himself paid. Him and his mama. He he didn't have an agent. It was him and his mom the whole time trying to negotiate with Baltimore, and I think he got like a hundred eighty-five million guaranteed. Maybe fifty-three million a year, I believe, annually. So he's—I think he's now the top-paid quarterback. It was Jalen Hurts for uh, for about a week, and you know the Bengals just keep on uh, taking their time. They did exercise Burrow's fifth-year option, which is a, a formality in the steps to uh, to get this negotiation done. So at least that's a good sign. Uh, but they still have to compete with the Chargers in re-signing Herbert. I would like to get that deal done before them so we don't have to pay more than him but in the end it's going to get done so I can't be too nitpicky on it I just want it done but like even here not hearing anything about T or Logan Wilson you know if they draft a linebacker that could be a big telling sign I don't think they will um but yeah I want to get these guys signed you know Jermaine Pratt wasn't on my to-do list but apparently it was on theirs but Anyways, uh, Anthony Richardson, I guess I skipped him, the uh, the quarterback from Florida who only played 13 games. He uh, he went number four to Indianapolis, but this guy tested as the most athletic quarterback ever, and he is only 6'4", 245 pounds. I'm not saying only, I mean, I'm, I'm joking, obviously. This is a tank. He ran a 4'4", 40, I think. Uh, I was listening to a podcast earlier. They were comparing Jalen Hurts' combine stats to his. And Hurts is like 6'2", 220. He ran a 4'5-something. So Richardson is 2 inches taller, 20 pounds heavier, and he ran a faster 40-yard dash. Like, not even to mention his broad jump and that he set the vertical record for quarterback. Like, man, if this guy can learn how to throw a short out pass... He's going to be good. And then what do you know? Indianapolis, another AFC team just right down the road from Cincy. But 
I mean, good for Indy. You know, Shane Steichen, new court, new coach there from Indy, from uh, Philly, who got the most out of Hurts. So that, that was probably the best spot for Richardson to land. Other than that, uh, first round, it was it was a f- f- nice, fast-paced first round. Good few good trades. It started like 20 minutes later, and of course they had to have freaking Travis Kelsey and uh, Kermit. I mean, uh, Patrick Mahomes on stage doing a stupid dance and f- showboating the trophy because the draft was in Kansas City. But whatever. I hate those guys. The divisional foes didn't do too much. Uh, Baltimore drafted another receiver. Some He's tiny. I think he's like 5'9", 170 pounds. Zay Flowers from Boston College. Uh, he, I guess he's going to be what, what Hollywood Brown was to them a few years ago. Um, Pittsburgh, I think they drafted a cornerback. Uh, he still won't be able to cover Chase or Higgins or Boyd. Irv Smith going to run right down the seam in Pittsburgh. Let's go. Um, and then I don't even think Cleveland had a first-round pick. I think that was in the Deshaun Watson trade. So nothing to really worry about there. You know, everyone keeps harping on Baltimore because they're new offensive coordinator and they're going to be passing more and Lamar's going to be happy. And it's like, I, I just, I don't like, I don't see it still. J.K. Dobbins, he's got to prove it. To, you know, like I said, a big Buckeye guy, but he's got to prove it to me that he can stay healthy and be effective in the league. Other than that, like, the receivers are tiny. Odell Beckham's coming off an injury. Bateman hasn't lived up to his potential, I feel. You know, being a fantasy owner of him, I got rid of all the shares I could of him. And now they're going to add some 5'9 guy who Mike Hilton is just going to destroy. Hmm. Eh, bring it on, Baltimore. But uh, enough about other teams. Let's talk about the Bengals. Who day, who day, who day. Uh, so, you know, Bengal fans, they at 28, everyone, not everyone, a lot of people were clamoring for tight end. Uh, Dalton Kincaid won a few picks before the Bengals, which I'm thankful for because... 24 tight, 24 year old tight end, coming off a back injury, like I, I wasn't ready to put all the, the the marbles in his bag yet. If you're gonna go tight end, I would have I would have gone Michael Mayer. But instead of going Michael Mayer, they went with a different Eminem. They went with Miles Murphy, out of Clemson. He is uh, he's a big boy. He's six five, two hundred seventy five pound edge rusher who they could maybe move into like a pass rushing defensive tackle, line them up over the guard. I think I'd be okay with that. It'd be a lot of juice. Like, I don't know what kind of package you call that, but like where you get Hendrickson, Hubbard, Osai, and Murphy on the field at the same time. That's a lot of, uh, a lot of get up the field speed right there. Anyways, Murphy, he's a big, twitchy, powerful guy. He's really known for his uh, rush defense, which is great because uh, it seems like Sam Hubbard is really the only one on the defensive line that can hold his own in the in the run game. Uh, Murphy, a five-star prospect, you know he played alongside Brian Brise, who I thought the Bengals were going to take. Uh, I'm happy either way. Uh, Murphy, freshman All-American, in that freshman season he had a 92.5 run defensive grade. And of that year, three fumbles, no missed tackles. That's awesome as a freshman, especially playing the ACC. 
Uh, speaking of that, three-year All-ACC player. And during 2020, 2022, he was the only player to reward uh, 10 tackle for losses and a forced fumble each year. So that's uh, that's pretty high high honor right there, being the only guy to do that. That means he is in the backfield a lot, and he is causing a lot of mayhem. Uh, a couple of downsides. He does rely on his strength. He doesn't have a lot of pass rush moves. He likes to get his hands in the center and really try to manhandle his opponents. Probably not going to be able to do that in the NFL, uh, unless he can get really strong. And he kind of plays a little upright. He's got to sink his hips a bit. Otherwise, you know, you get too upright in the NFL, then you're basically just going to get moved wherever said offensive lineman wants you to go. Uh, here's the fun fact. His 40-yard dash at 270 pounds, 4.53. That's in the 99th percentile. That's a big man moving fast. Like, like real fast. Um, I did mention I want him to play inside. However, according to PFF, like almost all of his snaps came from outside of the tackle. But, you know, he's, it's not like they're going to ask him to come in and do a lot. So maybe that's something that they can develop is maybe more inside pass rush moves. Uh, you know, quick hit in the chest and then kind of shed shed the man instead of trying to, you know, go uh, bull rush every time. Uh, for the Bengals, he's the first offensive lineman drafted in the first round since uh, one of my old favorite players, Justin Smith. He had a, I didn't realize he was drafted in 2001. I thought he was earlier than that. Because I think my, my Bengals fandom really started maybe 1999-98. I think that's when they draft. Was Akili Smith 99? I don't know. <laughs> that guy, what a bust. I, and that was the year that they uh, passed up on the Ricky Williams trade. They could have had so many draft picks. Oh, Probably so could they could have got a quarterback with any of those. Anyways. Uh, and the Bengals, fourth and fewest in sacks last year in the NFL, so they definitely needed a boost uh, on the defensive end. Edge rush, I should say, instead. Uh, defensive end isn't really a position anymore. It's either edge rusher or down lineman, I guess. I don't know. Maybe I'm just talking. Uh, you know, Trey Hendrickson also battled injuries down the stretch last season, so they definitely need some more depth. You know, they got Joseph Asai. I've already mentioned Sam Hubbard a couple times. Cam Sample never hasn't really panned out too much. Uh, you know, they just they need someone else. Osai is definitely shown flashes. You know, they could be a fun little pair to kind of spell Hendrickson and Humbard when they need a, a breather. Or even you know, just kind of replace them because, you know, Murphy can be Hubbard and Osai can be the Hendrickson pass rush. So if he can keep four successful guys fresh. That, that's big throughout a game. And also, if you're able to get the freaking Patrick Mahomes, maybe he doesn't carve you up and you know, we go to the Super Bowl and we're the ones hosting the trophy in the draft and not the other stupid heads. Anyways, uh, you know, there are there's a few, few players that were still on the board that I was kind of hoping we would take. I already mentioned Michael Mayer. Um, you know, I've heard people say that maybe he just wasn't athletic enough for the Bengals, but they wanted to use out of the tight end. I I keep wanting them to have a blocker, but maybe they want someone a little more twitchy and 
able to get off the line a little bit faster and get open and get separate because that's not really his game. He's more of a well-rounded guy. Uh, maybe they, they draft Sam Laporta or Zach Kuntz round two or three. I'd be happy with either of those. I'd be happy with any tight end, honestly. I just don't want... I want someone that's athletic, I guess. Like, I don't want Schoonmaker. I don't want... Uh, I don't want Musgrave. He's more of just a down-the-field kind of guy. I, we don't want that. I want a blacker or someone that gets open quick. Uh, someone else who was there that I, I would have liked is cornerback Joey Porter Jr., the guy with the crazy long arms. I just feel like at cornerback, that's such a like a, a, a unicorn trait to have very long arms and breaking up balls and getting your hands through someone else's. Like... But, you know, Joey Porter was a, a long-time stealer, so maybe the organization just wanted to stay away and not even cross that bridge if it came to it, and I understand. Uh, someone else, though, was Nolan Smith, the uh, off-ball linebacker, I'll call him, from Georgia. Uh, he was very undersized, though. I think he's like 6'3", 220 pounds. I mean, you could definitely bulk him up a little bit in his rookie year, but... I understand that that's a little small for probably for what Lou wants to do. Instead, Lou gets his guy Miles. But uh, about the Eagles, they also drafted Jalen Carter from Georgia. They have drafted, I think, four or five of the Georgia Bulldogs from that defense, and they've all been like last year it was Nicobe Dean, who was the smartest player in the draft. There was also Jordan Davis, that mammoth athlete defensive tackle and now they add Jalen Carter another athletic defensive tackle who was in uh, some legal issues with this, that uh, speed racing that one of the, the other guy ended up dying in the crash and they add Nolan Smith so it's like you know Philadelphia is kind of UGA north the same as uh, Cincinnati is LSU north it's kind of fun uh, and you know with the first round over Bengals position I want them to address hmm you know I really want Joe Mixon off the team I think everybody knows how much I hate Joe Mixon cornerback might be nice just to add a little depth tight end definitely uh, Irv Smith and Drew Sample both only signed for one year deals so next year I don't want going in not having anyone again because unless we uh are hoping for Brock Bowers from UGA. That'd be sweet. He's a, another giant athletic tight end that they're somehow producing all the time now. It's kind of like me and my old NCAA 14 games. I'd always go for the huge tight ends on my offense. Uh, so, yeah, running back, cornerback, tight end, one of those three. I expect day two. I guess there's two day two two picks on day two. Excuse me, two, 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 two. Uh, you know, I always harp on uh, the Bengals having success on day two, drafting a running back. Maybe it's Zach Charbonnet falling to 60. Then he kind of is that Joe Mixon mold, so then maybe they could cut him, and who knows. I don't know. I'm looking forward to it. I have to bartend, unfortunately, during it, but definitely have it on the, on the TV, not like it's something you have to super pay attention to. Enough. That said, guys, I, I look forward to watching it. Thanks for uh, stopping by. You know, the, again... My name is Josh Reeser. You can find me on Twitter at R-I-E-S-S-E-R-1-4. Find this Cincinnati Bengals coverage page at 
Ethos Bengals. And who day? And have a good day. Mm-hmm.